0: Welcome to Cocktails for You, where three furry friends shake things up through various mixology adventures. Come join them on their quest to drink like a pro. That
1: really fit you, and so
0: All right, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cocktails for You. I am Corbett, going to be your host today on this topic about Trader Vicks. Joined by my two friends, Brooks the Doggo and
1: Roken.
2: Uh, Hello. Hi.
0: (laughs)
1: We are so excited to do our first ever live performance
0: on our podcast. Yeah, so exciting. Not just that, we could clip this and upload it a couple different places. So that way, you know, when we're making fun of each other and go, look, there's Roken's ears. People can see it. Uh, we went to FWA, and one of those nights, Brooks, you had a meetup at Trader Vix.
2: That's right. Yeah, I got to give Brooks
0: a shout out for that. That was an awesome idea.
2: Thank you. Was uh,
0: I think it's going to be a tradition now.
2: Yeah, every I think time so, we go, too. I think it's. I think it's only going to get bigger from here on out.
0: I hope so. Uh, and let's not order food next time. As good as it was, and, I had oh, not eaten bro, much that, great. that day, I see, and I can you- see your Elgato in your. Uh, You better not have anything up on your screen. I can see reflections in your glasses, sir. (laughs) Who, me? Yes, you. Oh, no, nothing bad. OK, well, I can see your Elgato. So that's kind of cool. Ooh, you can see the, ah. the extra
1: large. <laughs> OK, let's stop beating up on Roken.
0: OK, that's no, no, too much fun. I got to beat up on both of you. But continuing, uh, like I was saying, Brooks, the doggo decided to host a meetup at Trader Vic's and it was a lot of fun. We did have some some friends come and show up and we got to hang out with them, got a little drunk and and got to hang out there. Um, now we are going to talk about some of our experiences as well, like uh, Roken's favorite, the Scorpion Bowl.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I liked it
0: so much that you bought like six of them.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, I have a I have a complaint about that. I think it's, we, it's a legitimate complaint. Which we'll get we will right. are we jumping into complaints now, or should no, I hold no, that for later? Let's it. let's make it part of the episode in a bit. But uh, please gentlemen, submit I do, all
2: your complaints I, to the complaint box, which is in the trash can.
0: <laughs> um but gentlemen i do have a couple questions i'd like to ask you and see maybe chat knows this but first do we know uh when trader joe's started what year
1: trader, trader joe's or trader
0: Vicks? trader Vicks. i'm thinking of trader joe's i want to go shopping I want there's bo- our next blooper <laughs> yeah that's gonna happen but trader you guys trader remember Vick's? eating at the table at trader joe's let's yeah. not do that again <laughs> <laughs> but no trader Vicks. when did trader Vicks start
1: uh, are you asking about, about when earlier. it had its it name like, changed to Trader no. Vic's, or are you I'm asking a- when it was originally started as as the Beachcomber?
0: Uh, well, we'll talk about that because I found some other information about the create about the the, the, the person who started it, Victor uh, Bergion. So, I may have said his name wrong, but Victor Jules Bergion. What year did uh, Trader Vic's? Star, uh, star. Okay. You know, no, actually I'm, mis- I'm mixing i'm mixing up my mashing up my questions here um no no that's right what year uh did uh trader vix get started? i'm gonna
2: guess and i'm gonna say 1940
0: close that's pretty close uh 1934
2: wow oh yeah 1934
0: real. it's been around for a very long time it has. Yeah, we were talking about that
2: earlier before the podcast, and how uh, cheap everything was.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were. So th- I'm going to get into that in just a few seconds because it was actually uh, Trader Vic's was called something else that uh, Victor had started before turning it into it. Um, Rokin, do you know what's uh, very popular drink originated
1: there? Crap, I did. Um... You did.
2: Oh, my God, I, I did. Know. Me, me, pick me, crap, pick crap. the doggo. What was
1: it? Um,
2: the doggo knows.
1: Was it the
0: Mai tai? It was the Mai Tai. Do you know roughly when that was uh, potentially
1: created? Uh, God, I know I'm uh, asking all, all the hard questions. I thought that was invented before Trader Vicks.
0: Uh This is just information I was able to pull off their website and w- a wiki. So that's why I'm asking. Oh, OK, Um, I'm so, going mean, to say 1936. Information- Ah, a little later than that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, what I was able to find is that it was originated in 1944 and it was made popular when they took it to Hawaii. Interesting. Yeah. Now, granted, this information may not be like 100% accurate, which is okay. Um, I did pull a couple sources where I was able to verify this, whether uh, a couple different websites, their website, and a couple other locations, but hey, if I if someone wants to do the research and they find other information, I will be more than happy to learn.
1: I, I feel like if it was on the company's website, they should know. Yeah, they
2: should know best.
1: Hopefully. Their company. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, that's true. Something else that I was able to pull from
0: their website, actually, is that before it was called Trader Vicks, did you know it had another name? And it was actually something different than a tiki bar. Wasn't it Beachcomber? It was not Beachcomber.
1: I oh, think we're getting that word. word you from, well, you I mean, are thinking of another thinking of another Don, Tiki
0: bar. That's pretty popular.
2: You're thinking of Don, oh. the beachcomber. So you're,
0: you're, you're just crossing them. But I, I've never been to the beachcomber uh, myself. But I, you know, it's pretty cool stuff. But uh, Brooks and I were talking about this beforehand. And it's actually going to lead into the price of some things that broken would be with like, that's a steal. Give me another. But hmm. uh, what was it called before? Well, I already yeah, guessed it.
1: wrong, so I don't know. Brooks, do you remember?
0: I
2: can't remember. It was like some weird <laughs> ass name.
1: We just talked about this Diddle. like 40 minutes ago.
2: <laughs> Wasn't it like Diddly or something?
1: No, it was the Hinky Dinks.
2: Hinky Dink. Oh.
1: Hinky Dinks. I have never heard of this. Hinky it was Dinks. a
0: beer parlor in Lundinette. A beer parlor? It was a beer parlor. And I not
1: would like that. to go to hinky dinks. Let's all go to the hinky oh, dinks. See, this is where you're really well, gonna, gonna like so back in really 19- I would say excited.
0: this like, is like early 1930s, 1935, I think, roughly time frame. But um they would serve their food would cost about 25 cents to 35 cents, and they would serve a beer for a nickel. A nickel? A nickel for a beer in 1935. Oh. And I went ahead and looked it up to tell you today if for the, the equivalent, you know, like the if it was still charged as a nickel in the time frame that he had his restaurant, his uh, bar, and then it was the same as today, it would only cost you about a dollar and five cents a beer. Rook. <laughs> so that's why Rooks and I were making the joke earlier that, oh, like, hey, you know, Roken would love this and would just keep saying another Another I would say I would be like,
1: here's five bucks. Get me started. Let's go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you know what? Some other cool things there. We'll talk about our experiences. But one last thing I want to let you know, gentlemen, the uh, Trader Vicks that we went to in Atlanta, the one that's at the uh, Hilton Atlanta downtown location. Um, first of all, started that location opened up in 1976 and its interior has been the same since it opened.
2: Wow.
0: Uh, that was really cool. That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, but yeah, let's let's go ahead and move into talking about our experiences. I know I had some fun, and I, I have some complaints myself. But hey, as not that's my fault for not doing some research. But I've learned uh, I'm not getting the tomato mint salad again.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! So uh, Rokin, I I know you bought, I, I know you got a couple scorpion <laughs> the bowls. Scorpion bowls. Do you want to talk about that or your experiences? Because I will admit some of the food that was presented, like the ribs that Brooks got, was really good. So
1: So. I had lamb and the lamb was pretty good. Um, But, you know, I'm buying drinks. We're all having fun. We have like new friends sitting down at our table. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to get a scorpion bowl. I look at the menu. The menu says scorpion bowl, $11. And so I'm like, "Okay." That sounds great. This is like the best priced drink on the entire menu because I know what a scorpion bowl is, right? It's filled with tons of alcohol. It comes as a bowl. It's pretty damn good. So I'm excited, right? So I order one scorpion bowl and it comes out, as I expected, a, a bowl and the waitress just hands a couple straws and then walks off. So I'm like, oh, this is great. This is my scorpion bowl. This is an awesome deal. So I drink this, and then, of course, Brooks and Corbett want to get in on the action, and other people want to get in on the action, and I'm always willing to share. So I mean, it is
0: is a shareable drink.
1: It is a shareable drink. A scorpion bowl really should be shared, honestly. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I'm ordering more scorpion bowls, thinking that, you know, it's a good deal. So I get my bill. I don't even imagine. So the waitress never asked me, did I want the individual scorpion bowl or the sharing size scorpion bowl? I thought I was getting the individual one because at no point did I ever say I wanted to share it. In fact, I told her I just wanted a scorpion bowl for myself. So I got the bill, and they were $28 a piece. Needless to say, I was not happy. Oh. I mean,
0: yeah, that definitely should have been told. Like, hey, we have two different versions. Do you want one a personal one or do you want a shareable one? Right. Um, and the shareable one apparently is for up to four people. So, I mean, if you did $11 times four, it's definitely cheaper. I mean,
1: it but- is it is a good deal. It wasn't so much the, the fact of the money, although it was a shock when I got my bill. Oh, I, you bought um, at least five or but six. But it was sort of like, wow, you kind of like uh kind of cheated me here i feel like because we had more than like eight people right so she's thinking probably i get an automatic tip so oh, i give no. this guy there, there was know, an automatic gratuity on the bell <laughs> right so because there's so many people here i'm going to get automatic gratuity let me give this guy the expensive drink and then he'll keep maybe ordering it but no point was i ever asked did i want the individual one or the party one if she had asked me, I probably still would have gone with the party size, but still, I wouldn't have ordered that many.
0: Yeah, which is understandable. And I am grateful that you did order one for me and Rose. It's like over $100 in just scorpion bowls. Oh, I, I'm very aware. Like I said, you ordered five or six of them. so Your contribution
2: yeah. was appreciated. <laughs>
1: Anything for my friends,
0: uh, <laughs> gentlemen, it was a lot of fun. And of course, we had the Mai Tai and there was like the, the tiki grog was really good. Oh,
2: God, that mm. was delicious. I love that was that. actually really
0: good. Um, But I can't remember. Gentlemen, do you remember what they had? Because we went on May 5th, which is Cinco de Mayo Uh Cinco de Mayo. Cinco, <laughs> Cinco de, de Mayo. mayo. <laughs> Cinco de mayo. Whoa, that was I'm off on you. That was pretty, <laughs> that was pretty bad. Cinco. <laughs> do you even Espanol? You know, I live in San Antonio, so my (laughs) Spanish should be on point. (laughs) Uh, Oh my gosh! Um, What was the name of the other version that they were using tequila instead?
2: Oh, instead of rum. Do you
0: remember what it was called? No, I don't. don't. But they had a. It was essentially a mai tai, but instead of using rum, they used tequila. It was what? The
2: Jesus Mai Tai.
0: Was it the Jesus Mai Tai? That's what they called it. It was uh, it was different.
2: It was good. I mean, it was just like a Mai Tai. You just drink it with tequila. Yeah.
0: It, I mean, it was essentially, it was a Mai Tai. You just subbed out the the, the rum for
2: I gotta tequila. say, my favorite was the Navy Grog. That was...
0: Yeah, I agree. The Grog I mean, was really was, good. Um, it was
2: potent, and it was tasty. Yep. I'd, yep, yep, yep. I I think we definitely I was definitely suffering through our panel the next day. (laughs)
0: Uh, You know, so (laughs) (laughs) then again, I don't get, you know, gentlemen, as much as I drank, you saw me drink a lot and then I drank more on top of that afterwards because I had my little sippy cup. This is what I was calling my sippy cup that I was filling it up with a gin and ginger beer. That was a yeah. fun night. I'll be honest. That's, that was a fun night. I was I was pretty toasty by the again, time by again, like two in the morning again. when we all went to bed.
2: Again. Uh, how many, how I, many
0: people ended up coming? Oh, my gosh. Including including Cyril and their group.
2: Oh, we must have been at least. So uh,
0: we had almost. we had Masriel, Leaf, Rink. Uh, there was the three of us and Rose. And then Cyril and their group was three.
1: No, four. I think Cyril and their group was four, wasn't it?
2: Plus we had Kenny.
1: Or was yep, it only and- three?
0: And he was there as well. So we had a small, a good small group. So hopefully next year it'll be a little bit more.
2: I think yeah. it'll be bigger.
0: Yeah, Brooklyn.
1: we would have had more people, but there were a couple like flight delays. And yeah, there was fortunate events, but we still had a really good turnout. We actually had like a quarter of the restaurant in the back. Like, yeah, the back we had area a for groups. It was Very secluded, very nice.
0: And they they I think we had like slated for like 20 people to no, show up but again I, I flights and, and, and things and... got delayed and and stuff like that which is okay and that's completely understandable. Yep, we do have our actually Rose, thank you for mentioning that. We did post pictures from the the meetup on Instagram. do do do, do which is Cocktails for You. We got very lucky in that in grabbing everything. All right, gentlemen, I think is there anything else you'd like to touch on before we start wrapping stuff up?
2: I want to go back. I want more tiki drinks. I want to get drunk again.
1: So I definitely think we should make this a yearly thing. However, do you know the history about why tiki bars became a thing in the first place? I personally no, but I know you're pretty well versed in that. So, Brooks, what do you do you know?
2: Uh, Wasn't it because that that Polynesian look was kind of an exotic look?
1: Well, yes and no, it was an exotic look, but. The real reason was, if you think about America in the 1930s, 1940s, you started getting some, like, um, influence from Hawaii coming over. And if you were a wealthy American, you could afford to go to Hawaii and do your expensive, lavish vacation. Oh, wait, not much has changed today. However, for the average working Joe, he was working in a factory or as a taxi cab driver, you're probably never going to go to Hawaii or some of the other Polynesian islands, right? so during the post-war period people had a little bit of extra spending money for fun stuff but not enough that you could afford a very nice lavish vacation so what people ended up doing is these these tiki bars started popping up and it provided people a way to escape their everyday lives even if it was just for a few hours once or twice a week so on like the friday night or saturday night you could go out go to the tiki bar it's all done up in all this, like, interesting, exotic um, decor. And you could even do... I'm sure some of them even had dancing back then with live music. So it was, it was a fun time. It was a place to unwind, get hit with some strong drinks. Because really, prior to this, prior to the Tiki Bar movement, you really didn't have these rum cocktails, right, that are flavorful with fruit and other types of, um, of, of flavors, Really, before then, alcohol, alcoholic drinks were, I don't want to say plain or bland, but they weren't like what you could experience today. So it really was more of a a way to escape reality, have an interesting new type of cocktail that didn't exist before, and be surrounded by this awesome decor, which is honestly pro- probably why I like tiki drinks and tiki bars so much.
0: I no, agree. absolutely.
1: I agree. Trader Vic's we is definitely go, one of the better themed bars I've been to. to and I know there's a couple
0: uh couple uh, Tiki bars here where I'm at that I want to try to get to go to. So
1: There's one in my city that I really recommend if you're ever in Detroit. Definitely seek out Mutiny Bar. It is awesome. It gives off that 1950s Tiki vibe, um, but they've got an awesome selection of alcohol and they make incredibly good drinks and they are cheaper than uh, Trader Vic's in Atlanta.
2: You know where I want to go? To Kokomo? No, I want to go to Trader Sam's.
1: Trader Sam's?
2: Yeah, that's the Ooh. Disney-themed one. Have you ever been there? No. Oh, well, yeah, we should make a trip there because the theming on that bar is on point. And when you order certain drinks, things will happen in the bar.
0: Ooh. Oh, yeah. Maybe I mean, you know, one that reminds me. Um, actually, I guess technically it was kind of. Thing, t- had some TK theming to it, but uh, back when I was working at Disney, disney i was 21 at the time uh they used to have an area called pleasure island and they had the yep. adventurers club and when you would order like the gin and tonic the the big tiki head would would say gin and tonic and then the 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 colonel would start talking and talk about how much he loved that drink so that was I pretty love cool it.
2: i love i know Disney's an evil company at times but i love their theming is always on point <laughs> but I think we should make it another point to go back to Trader Vix. I agree.
1: Yep. I, I agree. think this should be a, a annual tradition.
2: Annual uh, tradition. So if you guys out there on the interwebs want to join us, we will be doing it again at FWA,
1: probably in twenty
0: twenty three. That's the plan. All right, gentlemen. So let's go ahead. We'll start wrapping things up for our first live podcast recording. But uh, I just want to again say thank you for for joining today and our, talking about Trader Vix and our some of our experiences there. And um, also I want to join the say thank you to the chat and everyone else who's
1: joined us as well.
2: Thank you guys for but, Brooke, joining us.
1: Brooks, what is it that we always like to say? Oh, yes, yeah, so
2: this one. I have a good one for this one. The best drink in the world is the Scorpion Bowl that Roken pays for
0: oh god i agree
1: <laughs> no oh my gosh
0: well gentlemen i think that's our new slogan the best drink in the world is a scorpion bowl that roken bought me no yay <laughs> scorpion bowls uh, for everyone but with that being said uh for those who would like to are listening in when this comes out if you'd like to join us we do have a twitch channel a website god we have a discord and a telegram group. All of them is cocktails for you. If you can find most of the information from our website at cocktailsforyou.com. Uh, we are in just a few moments going to be playing some golf with friends, I think. So that'll be fun. Yeah. But, um, again, thank you and have a great day, everyone.
1: Have a good have day. A good Thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you for joining us.
0: Thank you for visiting Cocktails For You. See you next time.